Greetings and welcome to Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today we're going to be talking about uh, episode 8 of She-Hulk, Ribbit and Rip It. That's right, Rip It and Rip It. Um, episode 8, only one more episode mm-hmm. after this one. Yep. And I think you might get your wish about uh, your original thought that She-Hulk was the villain. Okay. You know, that, uh, well, I feel like when we get to it, we'll talk about it, but okay. Um, like you said, rip it uh, or and rip it, and I thought, okay, this has got to be, you know, some mutant, but no, not at all. No, no. We get a superhero named Eugene. Yep. Or Leapfrog, if you would have it. Yep. And uh, I, does he have any uh, thing in the universe? Does he have, uh, a, a, I mean, a character like that? Or yeah. I... So, so it, interestingly enough, the original Leapfrog was a villain, not a hero, which is kind of, I guess, homage back to the uh, uh, the show. But yeah, this is the first appearance of this guy's name is Leapfrog. Um, you can see it's Daredevil number 25. So pretty early on in the canon, he's uh, established. So, so um, this was written by, uh, I think, Stanley, yeah, and uh, Gene Colan. So created by those folks um, there. And uh, you can see here, and this actually is not the same Leapfrog that we see in the show. He has a different name, same last name, um, which you could see kind of, um, actually, I, I, the art style is actually pretty cool. Gene Colan actually did a good job with, with Daredevil. Um but you can see him fighting against Leapfrog. I think if we go a little bit further along in the comic, you've got, um, yeah, the actual costume itself. It's super cheesy, but uh, that's kind of the, you know, that kind. Of, I think it is a kind of uh, the She-Hulk uh, sweet it spot. It fits in with yeah. the genre of yeah, She-Hulk, so, definitely. You know, definitely, you could see here, instead of uh, jet fuel, he's got uh, springs on the original costume. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and of course they work probably work better than the or, or as it's proven it yeah. works better than the jet fuel. But uh, this particular version of um, uh, Frogman, they call him in this one, but this was his original appearance in the '80s with uh, a Marvel team up. You can see here this the the main people on this was uh, Spider-Man and Human Torch, but there was um, uh, an iteration of Leapfrog later on. Uh, here you can see. Oh, okay. With but, the springs. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, still very cheesy and, uh, like I said, I, very suitable to a She-Hulk uh, story, which I think is actually works out pretty well. Yes. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Leapfrog. Right. So, and we get in this story, um, I'm thinking that it's going to be a little different, mm-hmm. um, you know, because he comes to her uh, saying that he's, he's a superhero. Yeah. And that he uh, said his catchphrase, ribbit and rip it, and his costume caught on fire. Yes, there was a defect in his manufacturing thing. So, right. And your favorite costume maker, yeah, Jacobson in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's implicated. So, yes. And so now we also get that uh, by what he said, 
that you know there was a problem mm-hmm. and we finally finally get to see matt murdoch yeah yeah in this and uh what did you think about that how did you like the way it uh they like kind of melted him into the story yeah i i think in general it was a it was a good uh appearance it's it's you know obviously a way tonally it's a way different matt murdoch that we're used to seeing but not too much i think some people have been complaining about that um but to me i don't think it's that much of a stretch i mean number one obviously we're talking about a different show so of course he's got to play it a little bit differently um so that that part doesn't really bother me and you know he's always had a dark humor about him particularly in the daredevil series so it's not like super far removed but um the i'm trying to think of the right word um you know there there's a a level of credulity that is kind of expected like for instance uh you know it's it's almost like um the way that they introduced him into the series was not to me very uh believable and i know we're talking about a superhero show but just stick with me here for a minute um <laughs> so obviously matt murdoch you know we know all about him um you know nelson and murdoch uh you know hell's kitchen the thing about daredevil that made him daredevil particularly in the show was the love for his city and you know his his uh um, it was almost like the exact uh mirror image of wilson fisk both of them were extremely loyal to their city correct yes and so now they have to somehow get him all the way over to the west coast to interact with jennifer walters which is why i think that uh we got introduced to jacobson in the first place Mm because his real costume maker was in hell's kitchen right melvin we talked about melvin yeah yes we did so yes um so that's what I'm saying. By him making Murdoch's costume, yeah, yeah, then then he has a reason to go out to L.A. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, to me, I don't, I don't think that's, um, yeah. <laughs> to me, I, I think that was a really, I, I think that was poor writing um, for that. Just just for the setup. Um, once he got there and their interactions, particularly both in the courthouse and outside the courthouse, for yes. the most part, it was good. Um, I would say that ninety um, percent. Yeah the the motivation, the setup for it, actually, I think is actually pretty good. You know, the fact that you have a um, a case around superheroes, uh, yes. particularly around def- defective supersuits, right? And then um, uh, just and then the other thing around you know, superheroes and their identities, keeping it secret, not to keep it secret. That also um, is interesting. But, uh, um, but yeah, so, so I think most of it was executed well. It's just, you know, for me, I would have liked to have seen, um, I think to me, it would have made it better is that you could have Jennifer going to New York for some reason or other some some other way of them meeting up because, you know, getting daredevil to travel to across the country for a super suit 
Uh, to me, that just seems kind of lame. Um, but other than that, I think it was good. I think the interaction between them was good when we find out that um, uh, Leapfrog or Frogman, whatever he's calling himself, is, um, you know, he's actually the bad guy. And yeah, he, Leapfrog. He, he, kidnaps, he kidnaps Jacobson. Right, right, right. So, you know, that that was a good, I think, a good twist. Um, and then having, um, you know, Daredevil a and team up. fight it out. Fight it out yes. first against each other and then then team up. I think that then was team up. That was pretty good. I you and know? I gotta tell you, I yeah. wasn't really sure mm-hmm. how I was gonna feel about the Daredevil uh costume, but it kind of grew on me the more I saw it. It's not know? bad. It's not bad. No, um, no. You know. It it seems very similar to his uh Netflix Daredevil costume somewhat they well, tried i think the the cowl is similar it it depends on which version because he had a you know the the first season he didn't get the suit until like the last episode and that was different and then the second season was a different design and the third season was even a different design in fact i think the third season he wasn't even in it much because you know well I right won't, we won't cover that today that's not kind of outside the scope of what we're going to talk about today but right right um so so to me i you know there should have been like if more episodes were like this i think it would be a yes. much better show i would totally agree with that so. um i feel like that with this episode they at least uh intertwined enough action to actually keep you yeah. somewhat interested in the whole episode yeah yeah and i think the other thing that um, I will say is that the design for Jennifer's super suit is also, I think, d- done was done very well as, w- as well. It's very say faithful to the comic. Yes. Um, so you know that was done, I think, in a good way. So. Uh, uh, yes, but the fact that she didn't know who Daredevil was, and she thought he was a bad guy because he wearing a devil costume, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, really. Well, I I think that's actually extremely appropriate for the character because, you know, one of the things about the whole Daredevil or Defenders Netflix series is that it was very localized to, you know, New York City. Yeah, Hell's whether, Kitchen. Whether, right. Well, not just Hell's Kitchen, but also Harlem. and That's um, true. That's true with you know, Luke Cage. Yeah, and, uh... exactly. So, so just it's a New York-centric storyline. It makes perfect sense to me that she uh, she Hulk would not know who Daredevil was. I don't have any problem with that. Okay. And uh, but she did get to know him later. Yeah, I, uh, which I that was the ten part of the ten percent. I wasn't real crazy about. Yeah. I, well, I, I there is. I, I think there's precedent for that. I don't. Oh know. yes. I don't know if they're actually ever involved in the comics, but you know, obviously both. She-Hulk and Matt Murdock are very promiscuous in both of their respective comic book lines, so um, it makes sense. That's you know? true. I, uh, I don't, we're I talking don't... about Elektra uh, with uh, Daredevil. You well, know, no, no, no. I'm saying like you know, Matt Murdock has had more lovers than than. Oh yes, I mean definitely. Yeah, so it's not. This is not unprecedented for him. You know, I'm not. We have talked about that before. Not condoning you know? it at all. I wish they wouldn't, but that's just what it is. Um, so to me, that that part I'm not necessarily upset about. the uh, The whole walk of shame thing was kind of cringe. Um, yes, was, but that was the only time I cringed. I should say so. Really? Yeah. 
How about okay? So actually, no, I take it back. You know the the at, awards. Well, yeah, I mean that was pretty bad. Um, and Jacobson is just insufferable. I think they should just kill him off already. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, that was kind of an interesting thing. Like it was, I I, I don't know, I didn't time it, but. It seems like the episode was a lot longer than a lot of the other ones. Uh, I did not time it either, but I felt that way too. Yeah. When uh, she started talking to the audience and said, "Yeah, are we coming to the finale?" I thought that was going to be the end of the episode. Yeah, you thought you would think, but yeah. yes, um, but not so. And this is where I felt <sighs> like that you got your. Uh, vision in the beginning of no, she Hulk just... being the villain because uh, Hulk King yeah. was uh, putting the video of her yeah um, her intimate life yeah and she smashed Hulk smashed she Hulk smashed yeah I mean she definitely had a carry moment I think yes yeah. yes so. and it, it kind of ended with her looking like she was going to just go into a rage, you know? Well, she did. Yes. Um, but the good guys had their guns on them, so... Yeah. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, the next episode, it kind of falls in line with this and, and actually tells you a story that's going to interest you. Um, I would like a story. I'm hoping there's not a second season, but if they have a good enough episode mm -hmm. that might want you to see it, maybe new writers uh, doing a better job of it. I don't know. I really don't know if the show is salvageable. No. Uh, we're going to have to find out next week when we get to the series i'm gonna say series finale yeah we'll see yes yeah but uh, yeah other than that how did you feel i feel like that most of the action sequences were done real well the choreography was good for the most um, part for the most part i i, yeah, I will say yeah i will say that the um the one scene where she stops the car and Daredevil does that little flip thing off the car was really looked horrible. But other than that, <laughs> in general, it was good. Right, because um, I'm going to say uh, that most of the fight stuff, you know, had to be CG, right? Oh, sure. Well, I don't yeah. know about the fight itself, but. Well. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I I. I'm a little conflicted by it. Was it maybe somebody with a live-action ball suit that he was fighting to look like uh, She-Hulk or, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, like I say, for me, uh, Episode 8 yeah. is the best one so far. Yeah. Yeah, I agree you know? with that. Yeah, so uh, anything else you want to discuss about this episode? <sighs> I mean that that's pretty much it. I, I, I do think that uh I think we would be remiss if we didn't call out the uh there was a Wolverine reference in the show. 
um trying to remember what her name is her best friend is it nikki or something like that i don't know anyway she's tatiana gonna... no nikki whatever whoever her best friend is um, okay uh, so great that anyway you know she you can she, remember those she's things. she's doing the she's doing she put the makeup brushes like in the claw thing oh like, yeah you know. yes yeah i mean that was an obvious reference to wolverine i think um yes so i don't she's know gonna do that well uh, i would be surprised we have already discussed that uh, yeah. we don't want to see uh hugh jackman in another wolverine well you you I said that. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but um. well, I guess it depends on the context, you know. But like you say, that that was the best Logan, best ending ever. Getting rid of a character, you know. Yeah. But in the comics, let's face it, nobody ever is dead for long, you know. They always get brought back, you know, mm -hmm. or mostly. Yeah. Mostly. So, but it's different when it's actors because actors age. Right. And that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. I think, you know, when we, we've, yeah, I agree with that. You know, it's like yes. we talked about, you know, it, it would be weird to have, um, yeah, Daniel Craig as a bond again. Speaking of Daniel Craig, um, there was some concept art that, uh, I gotta look this up now. Give me a second, but I'll, I'll keep talking. Um, sure. But uh, it was. Um, uh, I'm gonna typing it up now. So the, the folks that are listening in, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm pulling up a uh, an image that was something that uh, we missed out on. What could have been. Um, so, so Multiverse of Madness, there was a deleted scene, or it was a written scene that never got actually filmed, but one of, I guess, the members of the Illuminati, I'm guessing, I'm not sure. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, we had another member of the Illuminati that was going to make an appearance, but didn't make an appearance, and uh, he was actually going to be played by Daniel Craig what yeah so this is the concept art for balder the brave as being a member of the, the illuminati wow Again. and it was going to be daniel craig wow yeah. look at that wow i like it yeah i like it wow what could have been so you know um i'm trying to think you know i guess maybe he i don't know it's like uh, I'm wondering. Like, Do you think it might have been a money thing then? I don't know if it was a money. I mean, obviously, since we only have concept art, we don't have any, I think, proof or uh, evidence that, you know, they were able to sign a contract with them to get an appear to act on it or anything like that. So that's part of it, I think. But the question is, um, anyway, so yeah, it's just, it's uh wow yeah i mean he would have been perfect for that i think but anyway yeah okay well I, that was a nice little tidbit to add yeah. to the episode it uh puts us uh you know a little bit better off okay so um 
Anything else you want to discuss in this episode? No. Okay. All right. No, I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, like I said, you know, Murdoch was, uh, um, he definitely made the show a little bit more tolerable, which is great. Oh, um, yes. But uh, but we'll see what and happens. And I love the action. It, well, like I said, it was, mm -hmm. it was teamed with just enough action to keep you yeah. interested to the end. Yeah. And it, I think the team up was actually done pretty well. Yeah. It reminds me actually a lot of, I think it was Iron Fist season two, where like the most of it was like almost forgettable. But there was that one episode where, uh, Luke Cage shows up and it's like, man, this is exactly what I wanted and never got that again. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Except in the Defenders, uh, eight, uh, episode series. There was, you know, they were all together there, uh, too. But that was after. I'm and saying. that was after, yes. Yeah. I know. I know you kind of wanted it to go further, but you didn't get it. So yeah. anyway. But like I said, the team up was good. Uh, yeah. The fight was good. Yeah. Um, the interaction, most of the interaction. I know they're continuing efforts to make jen uh seem you know dumb uh, you know i'm gonna take care of these guys in 15 seconds i'm not gonna wait an hour and a half for you no 15 seconds you know like she can't figure out math you know uh i'm not gonna just, say anything about that yeah okay all right thank you but still you know they're, they're continuing to do that through this entire thing, you know? But I guess that's the way they're trying to develop the character. So we'll see. One more episode next week. That's right. I know you're so excited. I can't hide it. Mm. And then maybe we'll do an episode on the Marvel special. Yeah. Yeah, I think that After works. After that? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because... I could definitely watch that again. So, okay. Anyways, I can't get your mom to watch it, but it'll be all right. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Then we're done. Yep. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week with the season finale of She-Hulk. And until then, goodbye and God bless. Goodbye. God bless. Tell your friends. <laughs>